Bridge Bank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. Bridge Bank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. Bridge Bank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. You can start to hear 89.1 FM well before you get to Santa Rosa. We're heading to KBBF radio station. They've been really, like, instrumental in getting information out to a lot of the farm workers who don't speak Spanish. I'm on the road through Sonoma County with KQED reporter Mariso Martinez-Quintena. And we're going to meet a group of volunteers who've been interpreting and relaying important information about the fires to indigenous people in the North Bay. KBBF has been filling the language gap that's been missing in the emergency response. I'm Devin Kadiyama. I'm Marisol Medina Cadena. Welcome to the Bay. We just pulled up to KBBF, the radio station that's a bilingual that's been transmitting across Sonoma County, where a lot of people get their information. The station is easy to miss. It's tucked in a residential neighborhood. But this is a historic place for the Latino community. For over 40 years, KBBF has been a community hub for social justice. In the waiting area, you see Know Your Rights posters, Chicano art, and an altar for a teenager in the community who was shot by a Sonoma County deputy. There, we meet Julio Soriano. So, good morning, everybody, good noon. Uh, my name is Julio, uh, and we're here at KBBF. So I'm one of many, many volunteers that help keep this radio station running. So basically, uh, this place has turned and transformed uh, to adapt to the needs of the Kincaid Fire victims. Back in 2017, as the North Bay fires were breaking out, fire updates and alerts often came in English only. Agencies like the Red Cross, which organized the emergency response, didn't have translators. 
About a quarter of the population in Sonoma County speaks a language other than English at home. So KBBF became a trusted place. Spanish speakers, including a lot of farm workers, could get the latest emergency updates. So take me back to 2017, and what happened during that time where you started to realize that there was this gap? Mm -hmm. And then what happened to fill that gap back then? So the first personal example is realizing that my mom couldn't find out whether a fire was 10 feet away or 100 feet away or 100 miles away. It's really hard to tell, uh, especially at night. Um, So uh, she also has um, high blood pressure and a a minor sort of diabetes. So I realized that her not knowing this, basically she didn't know if she was going to die or like, or if it was just a, a drill. And I realized that not having the language um, that you need um, is basically a life or death situation. In 2017, volunteers powered the station around the clock. Some stayed overnight to give updates in the wee hours of the morning. When there was confusion about whether immigration agents were at emergency shelters, the radio announcers fact-checked the rumors. Because some of the uh, radio hosts um, are going live at around midnight, 2 a.m., 3 a.m., some are sleeping a few hours while they can, you know, inside the radio station, too. So, yeah, that's a little bit of what it's like here. Food, multiple languages, a lot of camaraderie and solidarity. After the fires in 2017, Julio realized that it wasn't just Spanish speakers in his community struggling to get critical information. So this year, volunteers at the station are interpreting information about the Kincaid fire in indigenous languages, too. We saw this uh, lack of resource um, in the last uh, North Bay fire complex two years ago. Um, and a big, uh, most people were just trying to get Spanish information translated, which was an issue. So if you can imagine what it's like to translate other uh, non-threshold languages, you know, what under the census count and the Department of Justice is not considered a threshold language would be like Mixteco, for example, Triqui, Chatino. Um, there's almost non, a non-ex- non-existent awareness of those communities. So what helped with the last fires was just identify a need by, by sharing testimonies. Uh, and now we, we actually have um, some of the solutions to translate not everything, but as much as we can. I hope listeners can be patient, too, uh, just like us here, is that we, sometimes in the radio show we have four languages. So it's also a lesson about learning to be patient. Maribel, she spoke in her native language. Um, the community is known as Triki in Spanish, but they self-identify as uh, Sijong. Uh, that's also very common in, in uh, indigenous communities is you might... Uh, say a name, but that's not actually how they uh, call themselves. Sometimes it helps to know both names, the colonizer name and the self-identifying name as well. Uh, It can help build trust sometimes. Maribel has been volunteering as a KBBF radio host for three months now. While she speaks Triki, it's important to note that the language varies by town. While even her interpretations have limits, she's filling a huge gap, and not just on the air. Just an hour before we came to meet her, she was at an evacuation center talking to folks unsure of how to apply to UndocuFund, which gives aid for undocumented victims of the fires. Because she's wearing a traditional dress, a long red huipil, other indigenous people can identify her as one of their own, someone to trust, which is a really big part of this. Maribel also shared with us that uh, one of her family members 
was evacuated uh, by a police officer. We don't know if the police officer spoke Spanish, and even if he did, um, her family member doesn't speak Spanish that well. So the trauma, we all are going to experience trauma, and it's really hard to quantify who's more traumatized than another person, right? But it's important to recognize that there's extra trauma added when you don't know what's going on and you have a police officer at your house and they're telling you something you don't understand, right? So on a regular day without a fire around us, as, um, we usually prepare um, before our show, we choose a topic. We invite um, a particular in person from an indigenous community, and they just share about their lived experience, and that's how we educate um, listeners from Lake Mendocino, Napa, Sonoma, and Solano counties. Uh, however, during the fires, we basically discarded uh, any special guest um, or educational material about cultures of indigenous people. And now we basically, everybody's show, basically, um, everybody's watching Nixel. Everybody's on the uh, local newspapers. You might get a note like uh, right unexpectedly and it says, oh, there's an update. There's going to be a press release at 6.30. There's going to be food available at 1 p.m. So everybody is, is very flexible. We also meet Hervacio Peña Lopez, a Misteco speaker who's volunteered at the station for 17 years. Hervacio says that listeners will often be hearing their native languages on California airwaves for the first time. Um, ahora... No sabemos dónde están y a veces están allá laborando en el campo, a veces uh, en las industrias o muy lejos. So who Hemos listens to us is, well, um, sometimes uh, we don't know where they are, but we know that um, some are farm workers, so they could be up in a certain mountain, up harvesting on lunch break. Um, they could be, um, they're also in, in more industrial type of labor. Um, there could be people in outside of the, the reach of the radio frequency of this antenna from KBBF because of the ability to stream online. Um, he's heard from family members or people from his village listening in from uh, Washington and Oregon. And he's even heard from his um, nephew all the way from his homeland in, in Oaxaca, in the Mixteca region. Herbacio spoke to that personal experience of being part of um, that labor force, um, from a day laborer to picking the grapes. His uncles were picking grapes literally while his fires happened, for example. Uh, and the importance of getting information in your own language is just so critical. If in English itself is confusing for people, you miss, you might miss something. Then imagine if you don't speak the, the language uh, or not fluent enough to speak it, but only speak enough to, to, to work. Just because you don't know if indigenous people are there doesn't mean you shouldn't try to speak all these languages um, because they're specifically survived by staying in the shadows and hiding. After our conversation, we get a tour of the radio station. By now, the building's busy. There are all kinds of volunteers running in and out of the studios. Some people are carrying food, and a large line is formed outside. Julio says KBBF is hosting a food bank today. People are showing up, and it's become clear they've earned people's trust. This is more than just a multilingual radio station. It's a sanctuary. The Bay was produced this week by me, Marisol Medina Cadena, Julia Scott, Erica Cruz Guevara, and Devin Kariyama. KQED's leadership team is Julie Kane, Vinnie Tong, Ethan Lindsay, and Holly Kernan. 
That's it for the Bay. We'll talk to you next week. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.